And now, an Envision Financial podcast with Luke Smith on Canberra's 2CC. You might find this difficult to believe, but it is actually a Friday. I know it doesn't feel like it, right? Because we all had the day off yesterday. We all observed the Day of Remembrance for Her Late Majesty the Queen. But I I assure you, today is in fact a Friday, which means it's time to welcome to the studio from Envision Financial, Luke Smith. Good afternoon. It doesn't seem right, does it? No, no. And to be fair, the the more I've seen of tributes about her and interviews and, and clips of her, mate, she was a rock star. Oh, you know absolutely. I mean? like, no question. Every time the little clips they've had on different shows or different bits of ABC or in the news or whatever, mate, she was she was just 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 a rock star. Like she was so cool. And some of the stuff she did was just you'd never expect a woman of that age and that experience to be dropping one-liners on him and poking fun at them. And, you know, like she had some great banner, which is oh, awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. And did her job exceptionally well, uh, probably better than anybody ever has before and probably ever will again in the future. But that's not why we're here. Mm. We're here to talk money. Yeah. And today we're talking about a very important thing. It's tax time. Now, I know the end of the financial year is now well and truly behind us. It's mm. almost the end of September. Yes. But we really do need to start thinking about getting our tax returns in mm. because, generally speaking, you're encouraged to get it done by the end of October. Mm. Now, if you go through a tax agent, a registered tax agent, better known as an accountant, yep. you do actually have a little bit more time than that yeah. because accountants are allowed to take a little bit longer because otherwise the tax office would be flooded with everybody's paperwork Correct. all at the same time yep. and so they're okay with spreading it out a little bit. Yep. That's just one of the benefits of using an accountant. You get mm. a little bit more time to put in your tax return. But in fact, that's only one benefit. There are many, many other benefits. So Luke, we're here yeah. today to talk about why do you need an accountant? Yeah, look, I think it's one of those things. In certain situations, there is a, a very valid argument that maybe you don't. If you are a single person that is a salaried employee that has minimal deductions, you get a group certificate, you can do it online yourself, have a go at it, great. But I think there's an argument to be had for people that start to get a slightly more sophisticated situation where you may have uh, various entities. You may have a company, you may have a trust, you may have an investment property, it may be jointly owned, you may have depreciation, you may have borrowings for shares, you may have deductible interest, you may have franking credits from your BHP shares. And I just think people should be aware that this isn't for me, it's not one of the areas where saving a few bucks, is that a nice way of saying save a few bucks? Um, really probably doesn't pay off because the other thing people need to keep in mind is laws change, rules change, and things become more prevalent. And a great example of that is working from home. You were able to claim a certain percentage of something for something as a, a percentage of this and a portion of that. And if you've got the time to sit at home and read that stuff whilst doing your job, great. A lot of people don't. And I think the, the effort of producing a tax return, considering the risk or potential loss of maximising your overall position, um, are two ways of looking at the same service that an accountant provides. And I think you would be mad to not engage somebody as part of your broader team to maximise every opportunity in every possible way 
um, because as Mr. Packer said many years ago, if you're <laughs> paying too much tax, you're just an idiot. Yeah. Um, and there's a certain element of truth to that. Um, and I think this is where an accountant adds a huge amount of value because they have the ability to keep abreast of legislation changes and opportunities to maximise things either leading into 30 June, after 30 June, and especially before you undertake something. And, and this, this example really kills me more often than not is someone will go out and do something because their mates at the pub said so or the ladies at the water cooler on a Thursday afternoon said that you can do this. Um, and then they'll find out later that it isn't possible. So, you know, great one I saw the other day. Uh, we ripped some money out against the house, made a super contribution, and we plan on claiming the tax deduction for the interest. Ba-boom. Well, who told you that? Oh, my, my broker, my this, my that. Has your accountant told you that? Oh, well, we're going to take that to him at 30 June. So there's some tears coming on that front. So engage an accountant to be part of your process, not just to be reactive at 30 June. Yes, they have a very vital role to play and you have an obligation to lodge your tax return within certain timeframes. Um, but if you are going to do something, like purchase an investment property, as we spoke about last week, what's my structure? What's my ownership? How am I going to borrow? What's my loan-to-value ratio? What can I afford? How does it affect my cash flow? Do I have a depreciation schedule for the property? Is it an interest-only loan? Is it principal and interest? How much can I claim? An accountant can add huge value before you undertake an investment as much as they can being reactive to the paperwork that comes from that investment. And I think people need to keep both sides of that equation in mind. Yeah. So obviously, if you're operating any kind of business, even a little micro business, even if it's a little hobby business, it's a very good idea to have an accountant involved. Yep. But as you said, if you're an employee, a PAYG worker, and you don't do anything else outside of that, maybe you're okay to do it yourself. But even as, a, as an employee working for somebody else, there might well be deductions for your profession 100%. that you don't realise. 100%. And that's where, as I tried to allude to just earlier, don't assume and don't do what your mates do. I think that's another big problem is, oh, you, you know, you, group of ladies will be out horse riding and go, oh, you don't need one of those, Jenny. Well, how do your friends know what you have going on? You can't count money in other people's pockets. You know, and I think that's really important for people to understand that what you have going on in your family unit, your business, your trust, your investments, your assets may be completely different to the other ladies that you have lunch with on a Thursday afternoon. So do what's right for you because you may be listening to directions that could or could not be relevant. I had a great example this week where I had some clients come in, we were going through a document and we spent a lot of the document unwinding preconceived ideas that actually weren't accurate because oh my mum said and my friend said well we need to make sure that what you're doing is is accurate relevant and also possible and a lot of the time that 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 chat um and that noise in in the open arena may actually be completely false inappropriate or not even legal so again it pays to engage somebody like an accountant to cover all of those things off so that you know that you're doing the right thing for your situation because we all spend far too much time working so why would we risk missing out on an opportunity to maximize our position by engaging somebody whose fees here's a kicker whose fees are tax deductible of course so if you're <laughs> going to pay tax and get nothing mm -hmm. why not pay an accountant to do your tax return to maximize your position and whatever he or she charges you 
is tax deductible anyway. Like, I don't, that's a lay down. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, that's, yeah, that's uh, yeah. must do. <laughs> One of the other benefits of using the services of an accountant is that if there is any kind of query from the Australian Tax Office or some kind of misunderstanding with the Australian Tax Office, it's your accountant who talks mm. to the tax office and very often will be able to diffuse the situation for you. Yeah, or translate the language that the tax department is giving you into English because I find as well um, the the communication that comes and goes from from that entity uh, is it, it, it's a bit sort of legalese. You know, what I mean, it's a, it's like finding a good lawyer that can speak English, um, finding an accountant that can then take away that angst or that miscommunication from a regulatory body, get you an extension, get something assessed or changed, or apply for a private ruling for your personal situation. If you've got a self-managed super fund, you need to engage with an accountant from an audit perspective, from a tax return perspective, but also then from a deductibility perspective. If there's any sort of query or consequence, as you've said, having them on your side to be able to take up that fight for you frees up a huge amount of your time, angst and, and, and heartache when you can get on with running your business, doing your job, saving your money and doing what you're doing. Because if you look at the time you would lose stressing over something that you don't understand, against having somebody do that for you so you can keep running your business and earn some more money. I'd take earn more money over stress over something any day of the week. And I think when you start to value your time a little bit better, and I I find often this happens as you get a little bit older, you value your time far more. So you're far more likely to engage the services of somebody that can do those things for you because it's not your specialty. That's why I don't change light bulbs at home. Oh, come on now. Anybody can change a light bulb. <laughs> you, ask my wife. I probably can't. Trust me. Trust me. But again, it's, it's, it's the same of all, yeah. of all areas. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I've known plenty of professional people that won't do things like mow their own lawns or various other home maintenance jobs because their time is too valuable and it's more cost-effective for them to pay somebody else to do those jobs where the people they employ are good at those jobs rather than run the risk of themselves doing a a less satisfactory job, shall we say. And and that's that opportunity risk or that opportunity cost that I think people – come around to very quickly because if you can get a better tax return and again it's not just about get me a bigger refund right an accountant can only claim back the extra tax that you've been paid but if you don't know what you can and can't claim think about well what am i leaving on the table was there some extra working from home i could have claimed was i entitled to that benefit you know accountants added huge value through covid because they engaged with their business clients and said look these are the rules. These are the things that have come up. These are the things you can do to try and get some cash flow to keep your business going so you can keep paying people's wages. So I, th- I think underrated. And, and I've also got to say, look, not all accountants are the same. You need to find the right accountant. You don't need a Ferrari to deliver bread. No. You know what I mean? So, Although you'd have more fun doing it. <laughs> you would. That's right. The loaves would be a bit banged up if I was doing it, but that's all right. Um, but but what I mean is find the right type of accountant. Yeah. You know, if you've got a small operation and, you know, you're a sole trader, you're a salaried employee, you probably don't need a, you know, big four accounting firm. But if you're running a big operation, you know, and you've got multiple areas of your business you need to be across, you need to find the right type of accountant for the accounting services 
that are important to you. And it's, it's, they're not all the same. They don't provide all the same services. They all don't cost the same. So if you're not sure, get somebody around you as part of your team, be it your lawyer, be it your financial planner, be it whoever you engage with, to find somebody that a, a, a white-collar professional in that finance field will know will be appropriate and get you in touch with them so that you're not paying overs or unders or they can't do the work that you may particularly need. What are the key reasons, Luke, as to why we should have an accountant? Well, the first cab out of the rank is their fees are tax deductible. Everybody loves a tax deduction. So if you want to engage somebody to do some work to maximise your return and the fees you incur for them to do that work is going to help you maximise that return, why not? Why not indeed? And I think that's that's the first one. That I, a lot of people actually aren't aware of that. That That's sort of like a world's best kept bad secret mm-hmm. is accounting fees are tax deductible. So if, if use it um, and, and use them to maximise your overall position. Um, in a similar vein to a lady said to me the other day, oh, I'll just get a will from the post office because it looks pretty easy. Mm. And an hour and a half into that meeting with a lawyer, she sort of went, oh, yeah, no, there's a lot more going on here than I realised. The same could be said for your tax position. You know, somebody every week on the radio says you don't know what you don't know. Um, And this is a great example of unless you have a master's in accounting and you have the time and effort to sit down and do it yourself, engage somebody to maximise your opportunities. Because as we said before the ad break, laws change, rules change, opportunities change, your situation changes, and your situation could be very, very different to a colleague, a friend, a family member who may be saying to you, oh, you don't need that. Well, you're going to risk missing out on greater refunds, better depreciation and a raft of other benefits from a business cash flow or personal perspective that you could have got by paying somebody who's a professional at what they do. And I think the last thing is find an accountant that is appropriate for you. They're not all the same. They don't all cost the same. They don't all do the same things. So if you've got a big business, find somebody that deals in big business. If you need somebody that can knock over a PAYG tax return with a few deductions, then look for that type of accountant and you will be charged accordingly. But I think it's important to know that you've done everything you can to maximise the potential return or cash flow position that you put yourself in, considering that you work really, really hard all financial year Mm. to get the best outcome possible. I think one of the most important pieces of of advice uh, through this whole discussion has been uh, if you are making a big decision in relation to an investment or um, some some form of uh, financial decision of that Mm. nature, check with the accountant first. Mm. Don't leave it until later. You might make a big mistake. 100%. And I say regularly, look, I can talk to you about strategy and, and what to consider, but always run the tax side of things through your accountant first because there's nothing more frustrating than somebody buying a property on the weekend and then telling me they're going to create a super fund to put it into, which can have massive issues. There's just one example of a way of not doing things in the right entity. So if you want to minimise tax, talk to your accountant about the right structure. It might be a family trust. It might be joint names. It might be an individual's own name. But again, know what you're getting into because you want to maximise that return, just not in the short term but also when you potentially sell it. And if you address it with your accountant, you can you can do nothing bad about being informed with good information. Indeed. So speaking of information, where can we get more? Yeah, 6260-4749. It's the office number. I think we've got some spots left in November. Um, envisionfinancial.com.au on the website. We've got the podcast, The Strategy Stack of Luke Talks Money on iTunes 
and Spotify, and we've got the YouTube channel, Envision Financial Canberra, where you can subscribe to that, get it all on your iPhone, on the couch, glass of wine in your hand, nothing to read. And for the readers, the book will be out in uh, in March. That's going to print shortly. Uh, we're just putting some final touches on that, so we'll be able to provide a little bit more information in relation to the book leading into Christmas. Sensational news. So we'll look forward to that. Luke, thanks very much. See you next week. Luke Smith from Envision Financial back in the studio here at 2CC once again at the same time next Friday afternoon to talk money once again.